0: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect those of management and
1: sponsors. So, Don't get crazy, all right? Bienvenidos to the party that hits all the right spots, fun, entertainment, and the
2: perfect amount of naughty. From the sexiest place on earth, Miami, Florida, it's J-Rod and the Boss Lady.
0: And we're back for more for that ass. It's J-Rod and the Boss Lady in quarantine, and now we've made this a threesome. Our man... Producer, comedian, writer, actor, boxer, police
2: detective. Joey Medina joins us.
0: What's up, man? Welcome to yep, the show. Yep, I've done
2: everything. Uh, I sold Amway, whatever. I'm like, uh, I work off a of Home Depot. Um, <laughs> no, entrepreneur, I'm, I'm great.
1: entrepreneur.
2: Yeah, uh, but I, I'm I'm great, man. Thanks for you know, thanks for having me on your show, guys. Love uh, love to listen to you and let's have some fun.
0: Yeah, man. So, so obviously, you know, to me, the hardest thing in the world to do is try to be funny on cue. I mean, because, you know, we always say, ah, you're so funny. To me, it's like it's like it's like being a porn star. Everybody thinks they're funny. Everybody thinks they can be a porn star. Okay, let's
2: go. Drop them pants. Okay, tell me a joke. That's hard, man. How did this all happen for you? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I never thought I would be a comedian ever. But when I was a little kid, I would listen to uh, co- back then you know, we had albums and uh, I would listen to comedy albums. I would always, be, I was a fan of comedy. I knew all the comedians. I would watch anything on television that was stand up comedy and never in a million years that I think I can do that because I thought that was special, you know? And, um, and then one day, you know, I, my life was rock bottom. I was actually living in my car. I was broke. My ex threw me out along with all my shit. And, um, and I went to a comedy club to cheer up. And when I stood there in that comedy club watching, I said, you know what? I thought I told myself, I said, I have nothing to lose. I can start my life all over again. And I said, I'm going to do this. And then that was it. And I just made the decision. That was a million years ago. And then, and, and, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I don't make many. But that one was a good one.
1: <laughs> where was your first show ever?
2: My first show ever was in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, that, I was living in Tucson during that time. And um, that was my first show ever. So it was, uh, anytime I go back to that comedy club, it's always, uh, you know, exciting for me because, I, because I, I was, you know, it's the club where I first started.
0: How did you do? Did you did you, did you did you give you five minutes? Did you like, did you bomb? Did you do great?
2: Um, the first time I ever went up, it was three minutes, but it felt like three hours. And um, it was, uh, I did okay because I had my friends from work. I worked at Mervyn's at the time. I don't know if you remember that. Mervin. Oh,
1: yeah. Open,
2: open. <laughs> open. So they, they all, um, you know, they all uh, came to the show. It was really good. And the funny thing was this, this is a true story. I have, and I still do, believe it or not, I have stage fright. And but back then I, I I really had stage fright, so um in order for me to get over the stage fright, I had to wear glasses, dark glasses to have something between me and the audience, right so then I thought to myself, like well, I just can't wear glasses, that looks weird, I'm not blind so I had a so i I, I didn't act like I was a homeboy, like a cholo or something and I wore a leather jacket and a, and a Raiders cap and glasses. And, I, and I, did the whole, I did the whole thing with an accent. And it was just <laughs> stupid, man. It was just dumb.
1: <laughs> Do you think it's easier to perform in front of your friends or in front of strangers?
2: Now, back then, probably in front of my friends. But I think now in front of strangers. But but I, it, it took me a long time, actually, to... to um, like, I like looking at the audience when I'm talking and I'm doing my act but if there's people i know in the front like family or whatever it's i get really nervous and i and and i would always avoid them like i don't you know i don't want to i looked everywhere but at them but now i've been doing it so long that i i i could talk to them i could be more more casual and um you know it's it's a lot easier now than than it was before
0: all right so you've been obviously You've been you've done like fifty different TV shows. You've had your own Showtime special. You were on the original Latin Kings of Comedy with some heavy hitters: George Lopez, Paul Rodriguez, Cheech Marin. I mean, did you ever, when you met met these guys, did you ever look at them as somebody like, wow, idols or or, or peers, or like, did you ever get nervous?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, total idols. I mean, the first time I ever worked with Paul Rodriguez, I you know it was like it was a dream. It was like, and I remember you know I, I met him and I was like, hi, sir you know, I was really nervous, and of course, all the shows were sold out, because back then, Paul Rodriguez was like the hottest Latin comedian in the world, and so to open in front of him, I did, I did an amazing job, you know, because it was easy, it was just, they were there, and 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 it was great, and I had such a nice time, and I remember he tipped me at the end of the weekend, a hundred bucks, and I remember thinking, I'll never spend this money, but like, in two days, I had to buy gas. <laughs> you, walk, you walk right over to the bar. <laughs> <Yeah. I'm> like, <laughs> I still have the change though from from that.
0: <laughs> you have these two cents, these two pennies that that I got back. Yeah, there you go. Now, now, what what's been your biggest? Because you're you're from you're Puerto Rican from the yes. box. Yeah. Okay. So so there isn't much that I would imagine phases you. There isn't much that makes you go, "Wow, that's scary."
2: Uh, what? what what is what is you what is your what is your inspiration for comedy to be honest man and i think this this answer goes for probably most comedians my inspiration is is life it's just everything everything you know comedians are, are conditioned to look at things in a comedic way regardless even if it's sad even if it's horrible you know um i'll give you a little inside scoop as an example when we when we did the Latin Kings of Comedy, we we were we we shot that in El Paso, Texas, and all of us went to a, a, a hospital for terminally terminally ill children
0: mm-hmm.
2: to say hi and everything, and it was one of the hardest things we've ever did because you have these poor little kids with IVs walking around, and we're trying to make them laugh, and we all took turns going to the bathroom to ball, you know, to cry, and it was just it was so it was so Oh, so sad to watch that. I, like, even remembering it this long ago, I'm, I'm already getting tear eyed But the first thing we did when we walked out of that hospital is just make jokes. <laughs> because it was, even though there were horrible jokes, but they were, we needed that to overcome it. We had to see funny in it and we had to move forward. And um, it's a defense mechanism. And I think a lot of comedians, one of the reasons... Comedians don't go to therapy necessarily. It's because when we're on stage, that's our therapy. We can talk about our crazy girlfriends, our crazy exes. We can talk about, you know, traffic, Whatever, whatever's bothering us. I mean, every comedian has their own process. Every comedian has a different style. But the majority, to me, the, the best comedians are the ones that are very observational, the ones that make the audience go, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and those are the best comedians because we um, – We just see the things funny like for a good example a a good friend of mine um uh called me the other day and he's a comedian he's always out of town and everything and and he he, he's like man man you know i've been home all this time he goes i've been doing stuff around the house that i've never done before and i'm like yeah like what raise your kids you know like it just comes out like so now i use that in my act right but it's like but it's just it's that's how comedians think we think very funny that that's why like it's really hard for me when someone wants to battle me about trump on facebook it i never lose because it's like i just i know what to type i know how to say i know how to be a smart ass you know it's like like you're not going to be funnier than me you're not going to be you're not going to get me. It's just, it's impossible. I would imagine. Yeah, you, must,
1: you must, this is prime time for, you must have like increased amount of jokes from all of this uh, COVID experience and, and our situation and the white house. I'm sure you have like list of, list of jokes to go on now.
2: <laughs> yes and no. Um, It's like, cause even though like all the, all the, all the gigs, you know, went away when, when quarantine started and all my, you know, I had a bunch of gigs that got canceled. But luckily, I'm also a producer and a writer on a game show called Funny You Should Ask. So I've been so busy on that all day from the morning to the to like, you know, early evening. I write all on that. So I have very few, like really a small amount of time to focus on other things. And it's hard. It's weird. I work harder now during quarantine working from home than I did going to the office.
1: Everybody says that. I think that that's a common trend with everybody. Yeah. I noticed that when I, I still go into to work, and when I stay home to work, I'm like, what? forget it. I might as well go in. Because when you're in the office, you go and talk to your co- coworkers, have some coffee, goof around. No, yeah. when you're home, you got no You're here working the whole time.
2: I know. You, you, got, you got the internet. You got porn. You're like, oh, I don't know what to <laughs> look at first. It's like... <laughs>
1: You know? For me, my porn is Amazon. I've been shopping way oh, me too much. Too. Oh
2: my god! Oh my god! I'm I'm like, it's crazy. I've signed, I sign. I I tell people I go during this during the quarantine. I've signed so many autographs, but they're all from Amazon. You know, from the <laughs> delivery class. <guy." laughs> now,
0: I, I think I think the the best way to be funny is to not be afraid to offend. And and I always have a. To me, the funniest people are white people. Because they are—they are the easiest to make fun of. I don't know if—I don't know if we owe it to them because of every minority in the world. Like, okay, we get to make fun of white people, but every time, like the big running gag joke here on our show is when boss lady gives me something. Like we, we just did a segment on a guy, a white guy, who who married a sex doll and they delivered a fake baby. And oh, all I can is say weird.
2: is, white people. Nobody that else does weird. that. That's yeah. Nobody does it. Now look, I could. I can see if you're gonna bang a sex doll. Some of them look hot, right. but <laughs> to deliver a baby—that's ri- ridiculous.
1: No, it's 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 really wild. It she's like positioned delivering the baby, and it's the mother of the guy mm-hmm. delivering the being the, the, the whatever the delivery woman.
2: Oh my god! I mean, I
1: could just see like a Cuban woman. I'm not going to do
0: that. You don't see no brothers doing that. You don't see no Chino over there going, oh, this is what we're going to do. Wang, you're going to deliver a fake baby. What the hell's going on? Yeah, that's
2: a white person thing. White people crave, yeah, you're, no, you're right. Look, every every stereotype has their, every every race or culture has their stereotypes. And some of them okay. are intertwined, some of them aren't. But, yeah, white people do the craziest thing. That's why white people are like the, 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 the best serial killers. Like, they're just, they're crazy. Like, you know, like, like you, t- you take a Latino, you take a black person, we'll kill you. But the white person will kill you and then eat you. Now, they take it, they'll wear your skin as a jacket. Like, they take it to an extra level. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, well, like what are you going to do? And
0: obviously, you, you put within the, the, the society norms. Like, again, you see Bob walking down the street covered in blood with a knife, and you say, Bob, what happened? Oh, nothing. Oh, well, I guess nothing did happen. Hey, right.
1: oh, Bob. Go
2: on, have a great day, Yep. don't trust Bob
1: no. I'm just happy, I'm just happy that that wasn't a Florida man
2: yes Thank God it was a <laughs> oh weird. my God, almost everything that happens <laughs> in bad or weird is from Florida,
1: not this time, <laughs> not this time he
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, probably moved anymore. away not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, as, as a kid, like, I, I'm Cuban, and, and, and so is Boston. So as a kid, my mom used to be so mad when, when Scarface came out because it was like, oh, all Cubans aren't like this. And I was like, yeah, they kind of are. But, but, you know, so, we, so whenever something happened, it wasn't a Cuban. We were like, oh, good. And that's how it kind of is with, with, with something happened. Oh, it didn't happen in Florida? Whew, wait.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you know, it's funny. Because of the quarantine, a lot of other states are catching up to Florida. <laughs> they, they really are and you're speaking of florida you're going to be down you're going to be coming our way right yes june 4th to the 7th i will be in naples at the off the hook comedy club one of my favorite places one of my favorite cities i love i love naples it's pretty and relaxed um a lot of cougars and um <laughs> but not at my age The like 80 <laughs> you know but um, a, lot of then, a
1: lot of milks yeah. cougars yes.
2: But yes, yeah, so I'll be at Off the Hook Comedy Club. It's it's a great comedy club and a great seafood restaurant at the same time. So I can't wait for that because I love seafood.
0: And and how do we find you? I mean, you're
2: obviously all over social media. Yeah, I mean, my website is joymedina.com, but nobody goes to websites anymore unless it's porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe but you so maybe some porn you, on there. Maybe some.
0: Yeah, Joy you can you get me on
2: uh, Joey Medina Tube? No, you can get me on uh, um All my social, my Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is all Joey Medina comic. So one word, Joey Medina comic. Please follow me, and you can see all my crazy things on there. And, of course, you know, where I'm going to be performing.
0: All right. We got to, you know, it's sort of like when you see a doctor, oh, my elbow hurts. When you see a comedian, I got to put you on the spot. What's your favorite joke? What's your favorite joke today?
2: You mean a joke that I wrote or just a regular joke joke?
0: joke that you wrote. Oh, God.
2: um it's
0: like being a porn star okay let's go
2: take the pants yeah, off okay let's see the normal. joke that i wrote i'll give you let me see let me think of, let me think of a one-liner um uh okay this one okay this is one of the jokes that i wrote for the game show because i write like jokes for the game show and, and mm-hmm. the, it's usually trivia related right right and they're like there's a lot of true or false questions so one of the jokes i wrote i go i got is uh um Dalmatian puppies are born black. So just the ones without the fathers.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, joymedina.com, everybody. Joymedina.com. dot Go bother. Go yell at Joey. Go yell at Joey. No, I It's <laughs> <That's> a ticket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a racial no. ticket. No, <laughs> you know that's you to Sign that. <laughs> The beautiful thing about comedy is that it's um, it's it's an equal opportunity thing, you know. It's like it's 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 all make believe. It's it's as far as you know, the, all of that. Like the the only time you can be racist is on a comedy stage, <laughs> and it's not even racism. It's it's the kind of racism that you play with your friends. You know what I mean? Like like you tease your black friends, and your black friends tease the Cuban friends, and the Cuban friends te- tease the white friends, and everyone teases the Asians. So, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like that. And as long as you I think you do it with love and you, and, and you know, you're not being a racist, then all you're doing is, is just playing with a stereotype, man. And you know, and that's just the way it is. It's just like I, a joke I do in my act in, in the, and it kind of happened to me in real life was this white woman. She's she was like in her eighties. She stopped me. And um, she, she asked me if I was Hispanic, and I said, yeah, I am. And she goes, well, can you help me break into my car? I locked my keys. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know, my ass off. And I, and I thought to myself, I go, at first I thought she was racist, but then I go, she wasn't being racist. She was just increasing her odds of success, right? Who are you going to ask? <laughs> you know, who are you going to ask to break in your car, a white guy or a Latino, you know? I'm like, eh, maybe a Latino knows more. <laughs>
0: I love it. Oh, love my it. God. <laughs> com. Hit him up on all his social media, Instagram, Twitter, Joey Medina comic, right? Joey Medina comic. Perfect, perfect. And he'll be in Naples. Hopefully, they won't call like the cops on you like they did on, the, on that Muslim uh, c- comedian over there. Uh, oh, yeah, he, yeah. His, that's a
2: friend of mine. That was a friend of mine, too. <laughs> I heard about that.
0: Through the seven enables. Joey, thanks so much for hanging out with us, man. My and pleasure, man.
2: With effect. Thanks for having me, guys. Stay hey. safe and healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Joey right. Medina.
0: That's
1: thanks for listening to J-Rod
2: and the Boss Lady. Always as Laughing Good.